0: Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. We have another exciting message for you today. We are talking about why the world hates Jesus. Why the world hates Jesus. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it and take it another step and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Let's jump right into the service today. Why the world hates Jesus. Today I want to talk to you about why the world hates Jesus. If someone becomes a Christian for popularity reasons, (laughs) uh, I've got news for you. It's not going to make you more popular. It'll make you more hated. And of course, some people go to church for the wrong reasons. Um, I had a supervisor one time that um, bought a used BMW and it wasn't even that nice of a car it was okay but he bought a used BMW because he wanted it to go to church in and I said why Why are you buying a Beamer to go to church in and he said oh well, I go to church with lawyers and doctors and 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 he goes you know you got to keep up your appearances you know and, and I was like no your church is a social club buddy I didn't say that but I was thinking it if you gotta have a Mercedes or a BMW or whatever to go to church, you're not going. It's, it's, a social, it's a social club. But the world, if you're really for real about Jesus, if you're for real about him, I've lost friends over him. When you get right with the Lord, a lot of people don't like it. And they'll accuse you of trying to be better than them, and it has nothing to do with any of that. We're a Christian because we were lost and undone and messed up, and we needed a Savior, every single one of us. We were lost in sin. We were headed to a devil's burning hell, and Jesus reached down in there like he did to Simon when Simon fell under that water, and he saved us. That's why we're a Christian, not because we want to look religious. I could care less about any of that. If that's what it was all about, I wouldn't even want to be here. But the world hated Jesus and hates Jesus. I want to look at John chapter 15, verse 18. Jesus said, if the world hates you, keep in mind it hated me first. He said, if you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. He said, as it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you. Isn't that awesome? I now, he's telling the disciples this, but this applies to us also. Anyone covered by the blood of Jesus, this applies to you. He said, I have chosen you out of this world. That is why the world is hates you that is why the world hates you then listen what he says remember what i told you a servant is no greater than his master if they persecuted me they will persecute you verse 21 they will treat you this way because listen to this they will treat you this way because of my name the name of jesus is powerful folks the Bible says that every knee is going to bow to that name. He said, "For they do not know the one who sent me." Well, I've painted a rosy picture. The world's going to hate you. <laughs> the world hates Jesus, isn't it? We're not this would not work as a televangelist because it doesn't sound very positive, but it's going to be a blessing, I promise you. I promise you. Lord, we praise you today. We ask you to add your blessings to the remainder of this service and to the Word of God. Give us ears to hear the Word of God and a heart to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Why does this world hate Jesus? Any preacher that preaches that life in Christ is just perfect and it's peachy because you decide to follow Jesus, he's lying. Because that didn't, that's not the way that it works. Amen. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's a lie. It's not the way that it works. There is a price to pay for following Jesus. It's just the truth. The early disciples were imprisoned. Their own families turned on them, some of them. That's what Jesus told them was going to happen. They were persecuted. They were brought before courts. And if you look around us, this world hates Jesus. If you look around us, many of the degenerates in Hollywood... Many in the entertainment industry, many in the news media, many other foreign countries, many of them hate Jesus. It's just the truth. I personally believe that the only reason God has not judged America and condemned our nation to destruction is because there are millions here who love Jesus. I believe that. I believe if the church was not in America And there's a lot of the church that's messed up and is not serving Jesus. But there are a lot who are. And I believe if we were not here, that the judgment of God would fall on this nation. Because our nation sins as no nation almost on this planet. If you'll remember Daniel, when he was in that foreign land captive, Daniel prayed and he confessed his sins and the sins of his nation. And we need to do that. But so goes the church, so goes America. The children of God, the true Christians are the most important thing about America. Our nation is blessed because Christians honor Jesus Christ. Yet more and more of our politicians are falling to the lies of socialism and communism and Marxism. More and more of our politicians hate Jesus. Many of our colleges teach young people to hate Jesus. Why the, does this world hate Jesus so much and hate you if you follow him? We're going to look at just a few reasons this morning. Number one today, the world hates Jesus because he tells the truth about them, that their deeds and their actions are evil. That's heavy. Can I tell you today that that the gospel is offensive? It's the truth. Because the gospel tells us the truth about our condition. And people don't want to hear it. This world hates Jesus and will hate you because the gospel tells the truth about them and that their deeds are evil. People do not like to hear the truth about their condition. They just don't. Now when I was out in the world before i got saved i didn't have a problem understanding that my deeds were evil i got it but a lot of people are offended by this people don't want to hear the truth the bible is an offensive book because it tells the truth about the human condition because the bible will expose our hearts to us if we read the bible it will expose those areas where we need repentance It tells the truth about our condition. But thank God it also gives us an answer to our condition. Amen. And that answer is always the love of God in Christ Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 19. It says, This is the verdict that light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. When someone is living in sin, and refuses to go into the light to be saved, it's because their deeds are evil. Verse 20 says, Everyone who does evil hates the light. Listen to that. Everyone who does evil hates the light. That's why Hollywood and the media and so many of these college professors, all of these things out there that are are lashing out at the church, it's because their deeds are evil. Verse 20 says, verse 20 continues and says, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. This world hates Jesus, folks, and it hates his word because it tells the truth about their condition. The Bible tells the truth about the human heart. Jeremiah 17, verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it? That's the human race and and we get offended when when we're confronted with this truth, but it's the truth. the heart of of unrepentant man is deceitfully wicked. Why is the heart of man deceitful and wicked because of the fall of Adam and Jesus Christ is the only? Solution, Folks, he is the only remedy. Jesus is the only answer for the heart of man. Psychologists and therapists, I love them, but they can only do so much to help the human heart. Your friends can only do so much to help the human heart. There's only one thing that can change the human heart. There's only one thing that can cleanse us and wash away our sins, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ. There's only one thing that can turn us into a new creation, and that is the love and salvation that is found in Christ. Amen. Can you clap your hands for Jesus right now? So number one today, the world hates Jesus because he tells the truth about their condition that their deeds are evil. Number two, the world hates Jesus because he commands the world to be born again. People don't like hearing it. People do not like hearing it nicodemus was a great religious leader he came to jesus one night he was a follower of jesus but he didn't do it in the day because he knew that he would be attacked and but he went to jesus at night john 3 verse 2 he came to jesus at night and he said rabbi we know that you are a teacher who has come from god for no one can perform the signs that you are doing if god were not with him you see, among the Pharisees, they weren't all bad guys. Most of them were. But Jesus had a following among those Pharisees. They just couldn't come out and say it. But he said, we know that God's with you. You you cannot do these miracles if God were not with you. He didn't understand it all, but he was well on his way. Verse 3, though. Jesus looks at this religious man who knew the the word of God frontwards and backwards. And Jesus says, truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Nicodemus says, how can I go into my mother's womb and be born again? Verse five, Jesus answered. Verse five, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of the water and of the spirit. No one this is offensive we want to get there on our own good works i'm a good guy i give to the poor i do this i do that so god has to let me in heaven no because you're not born again jesus said you must be born again of the water and of the spirit you must why the world teaches you don't need god you're enough you are enough you are perfect do what makes you feel good we've got a generation of young people that are messed up because this is what they've been told all of their lives not all young people but a lot of young people you don't need God you're enough you're perfect do what makes you feel good you don't need God you don't need to change do what makes you happy Did you know that this is one of the core principles of the church of Satan? Do what makes you feel good. You deserve to do what makes you feel good. If you want to have illicit sex, that's your business. If it makes you happy, all of these things, that is what the church of Satan teaches. And we're seeing a generation of young people who are rebelling against truth, against the light, against Jesus, like nothing I've ever seen, and it scares me. But that's the essence of Satanism is do what makes you happy but the Bible screams in our faces and it screams in their faces shouts to their hearts you must be born again amen, amen. the Bible screams it to the world your sin must be addressed you are wrong you are headed to eternal destruction and you must be born again That is the message, and it offends many, and they hate him for it. They hate him for it. The world hates what God says. We have to be of the mind that we don't care how much this world hates our Savior. Come hell or high water, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Can you clap your hands? We will serve him. Joshua said, choose you this day who you will serve. And he said, it's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. A third thing today, the world hates Jesus because he demands that every person repents, which means we must examine the sin in our lives. This is to Christians and to non-Christians. You can't be saved without repentance. Repentance is commanded by the Bible. Repentance is not an option. So what is repentance? Repent means that we're walking the wrong way, and it literally means to turn around and head to God and change our mind about the free offer of salvation in Christ. That is repentance. A lot of people think that repentance is just saying, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. That's not repentance. Repentance is changing your life and heading back to him when i'm going the wrong directions i'm i'm a pastor and i sometimes have to repent for things i say for things i do. say lord i'm missing the boat here i am sorry i repent i am gonna head to you and hear what you have to say on this repentance means that we do a complete turnaround when it comes to god turn around change your mind Repentance means we obey the gospel and that we die to self. It's another reason the world hates the Lord is because he says you got to die to self. It's the biggest battle we face, folks. I'm telling you, this world hates repentance. It hates the message. It hates everything about it. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. The crowd was convicted of their sins and they said, Peter, what shall we do? Peter could have said, well, just try to live a good moral life and and you'll get into heaven's gates. Peter could have said, go take some self-help classes and, and you'll be ready for heaven then. Peter could have said, well, go to church every week and read your Bible. That's good enough. And that's a good thing, but it's not the main thing. Peter could have said, come shake the preacher's hand and join the church and you're saved. Peter could have said, Say a sinner's prayer and you'll be saved. He could have said a lot of things. But here's what he said. Acts 2.38, then Peter said to them, repent. (laughs) A lot of people don't like it. Because it means we examine this. And a lot of people don't like that. Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is to you. And then he went on, he said, And to your children, and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. And then he said, And with many other words, he testified to them, saying, Save yourselves from this wicked generation. And then it said 3,000 people got up and were baptized. There is no salvation without repentance. There is no change in the sin-sick soul of man without repentance. There is no growing and maturing in Christ without repentance. John the Baptist said in Matthew 3, verse 2, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4 and 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Another verse, Jesus told these guys, he said, Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. That's pretty strong words. And that's Jesus talking. When the Bible and the church tells a lost world to repent, I'm telling you, it offends them. People don't want to hear it Peter preached in Acts chapter 3 verse 19 he said repent therefore and turn back see what see that repentance turn back that's repentance turn back that your sins may be blotted out when times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord go back to this other verse Matthew 11 and 20 then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done Because they did not repent. Do you hear that? This is the loving Savior of the world talking. So many churches now are preaching this mamby-pamby, peaceful, hippie Jesus that it's just love and acceptance. It's just love and acceptance. That's not the Bible, the Jesus of the Bible. The Jesus of the Bible... Walked in, I cannot stand that image of him as this hippie. Yeah, his hair might have been a little long, but he was not this peacenik hippie, flower child kind of a thing. This is the guy that walked into the temple, saw the the ungodly money changing going on, made a whip, started kicking over tables, and beating the living snot out of those people. Don't tell me Jesus wasn't a manly man. It takes a man to walk into a place and do something like that. Can you imagine? He's knocking stuff over, throwing the tables over, throwing the... Ta- and he runs up to this dude. Whabam! Whabam! Get out! Whew. Jesus was a man's man. Well, he's God in the flesh. But he he was he was stout. He didn't put up with stuff. And he says here, he starts denouncing the cities where these great miracles happened... Because even though they saw the miracles, even though they saw the wonders, even though they saw blinded eyes open, lepers cleansed, all of the, the dead raised, all of these things, they did not change. They did not repent. They did not turn to him for salvation. And he didn't like it. This world hates to be told to repent. But Peter said when we repent, repent, what did he say? There's a refreshing. Repentance brings refreshing. You can't buy that, folks. He said it will bring times of refreshing for your soul. You can't buy that. You can't purchase that. You can't earn it. The refreshing of the Lord comes through repentance. The peace of God and the joy of the Lord all come through repentance. I'm almost done. Acts 11 verse 18. When they heard these things, they fell silent and glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. There is no salvation without repentance. Repentance leads to salvation and abundant life in Jesus Christ. In closing... Christians will get hate and contempt from the world. That is a fact. As Christians, it's important for us to love and support one another and to know the schemes and the strategies of the enemy because we will be hated. 1 John chapter 3, verse 13. John said, marvel not, my brothers, if the world hates you. We are not of this world. We are not of this world. We need to remember that. If we want popularity in the world, you don't want to serve Christ. There is indeed a price to pay. It's not all sunshine and roses. I know this doesn't sound positive today, but it's the truth. And with that being said, I have one final small point. Number four today, the world hates the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Why is this? Because the Bible says he is the only way to salvation. Oprah famously said, I refuse to believe Jesus is the only way to God. She said that. Look it up. It's on YouTube. She said, I refuse to believe. Why? Because the gospel offends her. They teach that there's a number of ways to get to God. No, there's not. Either that or Jesus is a liar. And I don't believe that Jesus is a liar. Well, Oprah... I hope she gets right, but she's going to find out one day that every knee will bow to that name. The world does not, does not like being told the name of Jesus is the only way. They hate it. And please don't ever forget, you can use his Hebrew name, Yeshua. Same thing, Yeshua. You know what it means in Hebrew? It means God is salvation. Jesus' very name means he wants to save people. The world doesn't like to be told, though, that you don't have Jesus, you can't be saved. Why? Because to many, they are their own God. Listen to what Jesus said to his disciples. Matthew 10, verse 22. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. You'll be hated because of my name. Hated. Paul said that at the name of Jesus, every knee was going to bow. Thank you so much. We must stand for Jesus. No matter how dark this world gets, we've got to take a stand for Jesus. He is the only way. Jesus is the only truth. He is the only salvation. We need to elevate our praise like never before. We must be a light in this dark world that hates Jesus. We must be a light like never before. We must reach out to the lost like never before. It is not time to back away or back down. It's time to get a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost in fire. It's time to proclaim the name of Jesus. Let's, let's, we're talking about the name of Jesus. We're talking about that name that offends this world and they just hate it. God, bring them to a place where they'll look up. I want to worship Him today just for a moment before we leave here. I know this wasn't cheery and rosy today. This world can hate Him, but we are going to love Him. This world can cuss Jesus and slander His name, but we are going to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you stand with me as we close today? Let's watch. Let's just watch this. Uh, watch this uh, song. Go ahead, and turn it up a little. Oh my goodness! Oh, just call on His name right now. Oh, He is worthy. He is worthy. Oh, yes. Declaring there, is hope and there, is there is hope and there is freedom when we speak Jesus. Speak His name over your life right now.